if you have if you have all these crazy ideas up in your head and you just I mean it's probably been months maybe January 1st you're like I'm gonna get all this stuff done and 2013 is gonna be awesome you know nine months later nothing has happened right so what we're talking about tonight is hustle how can we make those ideas come into reality in the last few months left of 2013 we've got Vasavi Kumar on who's gonna be talking to you live for the next 30 minutes Use the hashtag YFE chat and check in with everyone. Network with your peers and stick around. Uh, it's going to be a really fun show. This is Jennifer Dono. I'm the host of Young Female Entrepreneurs YFE Chat Live. The live webcast happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here at YFELive.com. You're watching episode 78 with Vasavi Kumar. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali TV believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today for free at MailChimp.com. Love those guys. And look, we've got Freddie in studio today, too. Pretty fun, huh? Oh, and let me show you. This is the best part. He's got a little heart on his booty. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um, so anyway, tonight's show, like I was saying, is all about hustle and bringing ideas into reality. Vasavi Kumar is one of the girls that I think of. I think, okay, who's a young female entrepreneur that embodies the word hustle? She definitely does. And she's going to be talking to us about the eight sacred rules of hustling. Uh, so, of course, we're going to find out what exactly hustle is in the first place and then what those eight rules are to actually do it. Uh, Vasavi has a uh, a summit uh, that's coming up. It's called, let me bring it up, the Hustle Intensive. It's 90 days to making ish happen. <laughs> Presented by Vasavi Kumar. It's November 1st to the 3rd in Miami, Florida. So it sounds like an awesome event. We're very excited to hear a little bit more about that soon. Um, but before I bring her on, I wanted, of course, to talk a little bit about what's going on in YFE. We've got the book club happening. We just finished Bethany Frankel's A Place of Yes, which is one of my favorite books. So thank you all for participating in the discussion any of you that answered any of the questions i love you thank you so much it meant a lot to me and then um our next book is uh hopefully coming up soon now we've got voting happening right now in bootstrap book club make sure that you tell me what book you want to read though so that it gets added to the voting um little poll guy so Bootstrap Book Club's almost 400 women, I think, that we have in there now. It's a great place if it's if you're if you're bootstrapping your business. And then, of course, we've got why uh, YFU live webcast from New York City and Las Vegas happening right now. If you go to iTunes and search for Young Female Entrepreneurs, you can find uh, YFU Vegas Tech on there as well as these YFU chat lives. So, and of course, to stay in the know about everything YFU, including our action calendar, which just came out over the weekend, it's curated by Jacqueline Jensen of Ticket Cake. She's our host of YFE Vegas Tech. Um, sign up for YFE Live or YFE.me forward slash mailed it. It's our, our newsletter where you can stay in the know. We like to feature YFEs whenever we can. Today I, I featured three hustlers. Um, Aaron of Well in LA will 
old ex well in LA. If you read the newsletter, you know what happened. Um, we featured Stacy Ferreira and we featured um, Shan Foise. So yeah, definitely keep in the know with us by signing up for that. So let's before we bring Vasavi in, I want to talk to Stacy, find out what's going on in the chat. Stacy, are you still there with us? Oh, just a moment. <laughs> Hi, Stacy. Oh, now she can hear me. Hi, Stacy. Now you can hear me. Hi, Stacy. Hi. <laughs> so, what's going on in the chat? Oh, uh, well, Girl Talk Startup is brand new tonight. She started listening last week, but this is her first live one, and she sort of got everyone to tell us where they were from. And I'm noticing a lot of East Coast represented here: DC, North Carolina, Minnesota. Oh, here's Dallas. That's more inland. Um, New York. We've got a lot of variety here. So everybody is is checking in and hitting the chat and everyone's really excited to get started so i vote we get started awesome thank you so much stacy so make sure that you guys are tweeting in using the hashtag yfe chat and we'll try and feature your tweets whenever we can so with that being said vasavi kumar she's our featured guest tonight she's often described as your in the pants guide on road to your desired destination. A certified coach, Vasavi holds dual master's degree in special education from Hofstra University and social work from Columbia University. She's co-author of the best-selling book, Succeeding in Spite of Everything, has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, and appears on NBC as a keeping it real guru on Kansas City Live. Watch her on VH1's Basketball Wives this month. What? As she coaches one of the main stars of the show. That was not one of the pieces of the bio I read. Welcome onto the show, Vasavi. I just announced it a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, I'm not a basketball wife at all. My husband's not tall enough to be a basketball player, but I was asked by the producers of VH1 to come on the show and coach one of the stars, uh, one of the wives. So we just found out the date. Um, it's going to be September 16th, so you guys will see me promoting it starting next week. I really can't say anything, well, now that I'm saying it to all of you guys, uh, but I really can't start pushing it and promoting it until next week. So I'm very excited about that. Well, that's yes. really cool. So. We talked a little bit about this hustle in intensive. Is there anything else that you have going on before? I mean, like, what? Why is it that Vasavi is the hustle, the queen of hustle? I, I, because I, I don't talk about it. I just do it. I mean, for me, hustle is my oxygen, and for me, it's like everything that I want to do, I just do it. I'm not. I'm that kind of person. See, here's here's my thing. The 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 only thing that you have in your life that's going to make you credible is when you do what you say you're going to do. So for me, the ultimate hustler and the reason why I'm the ultimate hustler, in my opinion, is that everything, everything I say I'm going to do, I do it. And a lot of times I don't even talk about it. I just do it. So like, for example, you don't even know I was going to be on VH1 because I don't talk about it. I just I just got it done and then I then I announce it. So um, if there's one thing I'm an expert in, Jen, it's just making making things happen. I like it. That's yeah. great. So now we're you're going to be talking about the eight rules of hustling, uh, which we talked about earlier. But one yeah. of the things that stood out to me when you emailed me and was like, let's talk about hustle, I... I was like, automatically, yes, of course. I get emails all the time about people wanting to come on the show to promote something or to talk about a, something specific to help young female entrepreneurs. But what yeah. stood out for me was that you literally were just on Facebook a few months ago, maybe not even a few months ago, a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, I don't even remember now, and you said, I have a great idea that's going to bring me in $30,000 in revenue or something like that, mm -hmm. and, and then you did it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't happen that often that you hear a YFE say something like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then it happens. You see it. Um, it's I just feel like it's a little bit more of a weaker attempt. So let's talk about these eight rules. Um, 
the first rule you said here is to get your mind straight. Okay, that, so I mean, what does that mean? It's get your mind straight, right? So as the saying goes, you can't knock the hustle and you truly can't knock a hustler down because a hustler's mind is straight. So the first thing about getting your mind straight, if you truly want to be a hustler, is that you have to value hard work. Listen, Jen, the fact of the matter is in the Western world, we are so entitled, okay? We think that things should just come easy to us. We we run up against a brick wall and we're like, oh, okay, I'm going to give up. I was just interviewing Mickey Agarwal, who's the author of Do Cool, SH, you know, I won't say the word. You can say it. It's not a big deal. And we both talked about how and why we're both hustlers in our own way. We both grew up in immigrant families where my dad and mom came here with no money to their name except their education. Her parents came here with literally $5 in their pocket. There was no choice but to hustle, right? But we, but in this country, we're like, you know what? It, it's, just, it's just supposed to be easy. You know what? Nothing that, nothing that you create that's masterful, that's beautiful, is gonna just come easy to you. So I want, I want all the YFE, all the YFE entrepreneurs to, to remember this number, 10,080. Okay, 10,080 is, is, so 10,080 minutes is exactly how many minutes there are in one week. And a true hustler is someone who makes sure that every single minute of the week is accounted for. And you're not wasting your time doing non-revenue generating activities, spending time with people who bring you down. So every single minute counts. So you gotta value hard work. You know what, so I, I know I've shared this with you, Jenna, maybe you already told your audience, I signed up for an eight week weight loss bootcamp, hence, I'm wearing this shirt so I can show off my shoulders because I'm really proud of. You have an image too of of Vasavi with her, her workout gear on. Yes, I, I would never normally wear this, but I was like, screw that. I work hard for these puppies. So I was at boot camp today, and my instructor was like, if it's not hard, it's not challenging you. And if it's not challenging you, it's not changing you. So if you really think being an entrepreneur is all fairy, fairy lotion potion, and like it's going to just like fall from the sky, you're kidding yourself. So the number one thing is you have to value hard work. And the second thing is you have to understand what smart work is. This is still underneath getting your mind straight. So it's really about understanding smart work. And this is really about knowing your ability that you have to work hard and also how do you work smarter. And so for me, working smarter is really looking at my priorities, what's actually moving me forward in my goals versus just running around in circles. And the last thing, Jen, under getting your mind straight, you know what, you better love your hustle because if you don't love your hustle, you're gonna quit. See, for me, I wake up every single day. Are there days that I wanna quit, Jen? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm like, why am I doing this? But then I remember why I was put here on this earth. I remember the gifts that I've been given. I remember how much money I've spent on myself. And I and I remember all the emails, all the calls, all the voicemails that I get from people saying, thank you so much, Vasavi. Thank you so much for helping me. And then I remember this is why I do what I do. So you better love hustling because guess what? If you don't, you're going to quit and you're going to and you're going to give up. So this is really about getting yourself in the right in the right mindset because guess what? You can invest in a ton of stuff, Jen, and you know this. You can learn how to do things and you can read all the books. I have a ton of books behind me. Doesn't mean diddly squat if you don't do anything with it, if you don't hustle and pound the pavement and make things happen in your life. It's, I, I just heard Mastin Kip say this when he came to Kansas City. He's like, it's just spiritual entertainment, right? When you like listen to interviews like this and you're like, yeah, I'm inspired, but then you don't do anything about it. You know what I mean? So it's like, Hustling is about, okay, you, you, you have that spark, you have that fire, great. What is it gonna look like? What do you need to do with that inspiration? What is that call that you have to make? What's that email you have to write? What is that thing that you have to do? Because otherwise, it really makes no difference. It's like nothing more than a fart in the wind. It's just a well-intended idea in your head. It doesn't make a difference. It's just a 
<laughs> All right, so this has been a fun YFELive.com night. I guess that's, I mean, we could, te- <laughs> we could technically end the show just on that. I felt like you were sitting next to me. Like, I don't know, just... I'm feeling a little, like you said, inspired and a little overwhelmed at the same time. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm sure everyone else, I, I haven't looked at chat yet, but um, yeah, definitely get your mind straight as a great <laughs> Oh my gosh, Bossy, this is why I like you so much. Okay, so this was a topic actually that we talked about on, um, on the last conversation. It was about... Um, getting being obsessed about an idea and I asked if you were obsessed and you said yes and this is when it was controversial everyone on the chat was like no I'm not obsessed about my business I'm passionate about it obsessed is a bad word and I'm someone that I really believe that you have to have uh, a burning desire, some kind of obsessive uh you know something about whatever you're doing otherwise you're not really going to be successful at doing it i mean you've read i've read countless biographies about people that are truly obsessed marriages falling apart not to say that that's healthy or good um that they've i mean tons of their life is completely focused on this one goal and so your second rule is to be obsessively focused i mean where does the line draw i mean between being passionate about something and about being obsessed well, if you're not having sex for three months, I think we have a problem, which was me in my first year of marriage. Just being honest with you guys, listen, they call me the keeping it real guru. I don't hold back anything. So that's when I realized that there was a line that I had to, a boundary that I had to have between work and play. There was a time where I wasn't seeing my girlfriends, where I wasn't working out, where I wasn't having fun in my life. So you can be obsessively focused in your business, but if other areas of your life are suffering, like your weight, your, 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 relation, your relationships, number one, your relationship with yourself, your partner, your friends, then we have an issue. And that's where we draw the line. But, you know, for me, Jen, where I I am right now is I'm obsessively focused in every single area of my life. I have the capacity to do that because for me, it's not that I'm necessarily obsessively up. This is very wordy. It's not that I'm necessarily obsessive about one thing. I am obsessed about just being the best version of Vasavi in every single area of my life. Do I fall down on my face? every single day. Do I mess up? Yes. Do I make mistakes? Absolutely. But I'm so obsessed with being the best version of myself. I'm not saying I want to be perfect. I don't want to be perfect. Perfect is whack and it's lame and it's boring. I'm saying with gifts that I've been given, how can I be the best version of Vasavi? So I realized that I've spent I've invested so much on my intellectual development, right? And I realized that there are so many other parts of me that I don't focus on. And so I said, you know, specifically my body, which is why I signed up for the weight loss. And I really have this great relationship with my body. And I said, I want to deepen that relationship. So I signed up for a 200-hour yoga teacher training in the Bahamas, right? And that has necessarily nothing to do with my actual business. But if you think about it, we are one whole person, right? So you got to look at every single area of your life and ask yourself, how am I doing? How am I doing in my relationship? How am I doing in the area of fun and play? I mean, I'm sure all you guys saw. I had an ice cream cone before this interview. I know. I was looking at that thinking, oh my gosh, that looks so good, but I can't do it. (laughs) But you did. And I think I have so much respect for that. You're just like, I'm going to own it. I'm going to eat this big ice cream cone. Full fat, whole milk, right to my butt. It's okay. I have 8.30 boot camp tomorrow. It's totally fine. But the thing is, it's about being obsessively focused. Yes, being passionate, but... When you're breathing, sleeping, eating the hustle, that's what it's about. You are so focused on getting that thing done, on hitting that goal. And I'm not telling you to sacrifice your relationships and your play and your fun. I'm actually not saying that at all. I'm saying you got to look at the whole picture, but you got to be focused and you got to be slightly obsessed. And let's not, I mean, 
I think we think obsessed and we think stalker or we think crazy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying being focused, single-minded on getting, getting whatever you need to get done, done in that area of your life, whether it's your business or in your personal life. I think that's great. And I think, you know, I spoke on something similar to this a a few months ago. And I was saying that I think one of the big things, the big detachments between women, young women especially, and the idea of being obsessed is that um, you don't feel like it's okay. I don't know. You just feel like your responsibilities, you're tied, you're pulled in so many different ways. And so we have to give ourselves permission almost to be obsessed over something. It's yes. okay to be completely obsessed over your career. You know, if you don't like the the word obsessed, you know, completely, you know, into it. I don't know. Some other word for saying that. Be yeah. focused, like just just be focused on that because it's very easy as entrepreneurs, whether you're whether you're a budding entrepreneur, you're already in it to have that bright shiny object syndrome. So you got to get clear on what it is that you want, and you have to focus on that. And you may not see results overnight. In fact, you're not going to see results overnight. But how will you know whether you're going to be successful in that if you're constantly looking all over you? Okay. You know what I mean, all around you. So, so what do you mean then about so you're. So we talked about rule one, get your mind straight, be obsessed, obsessively focused, which is the second rule. The third rule is don't leak your game plan. What does that mean? So I I just, you know, I know this. Okay, so I'll just say it. Okay. Um, The fact of the matter is, you know, everything's, it's all love. Everything is great. But guess what? There are people out there that if you are trying to build what you're building and if you go around telling everybody what you're doing, there are people out there who do, who are not your well-wishers. That's the, the, I have never experienced more hateration in my life than in the past six months, the kind of messages that I get, people who are jealous, people who think I'm too much. I am. I'm aware of that. That's totally fine. I'm responsible for the energy that I show up with. That's okay. If you can't handle it, that's not my problem. I have people that don't like what I do, but then I have people that are, you know, honestly just straight up copying the stuff that I'm doing. So I've just, I've learned that not everybody is my well-wisher. They're not. There are probably five people that I can count that really give a damn about me. Like truly 100% ride or die will be there with me no matter what. And so just be careful. You know what I mean? You have a great support system where you know you share your ideas and you tell people what you're doing, but just be careful. And I've learned that. And I used to be one of those people that's like, everybody loves me. Everybody wants the best for me. No, they don't. No, they don't. Because here's the thing. Haters hate because they know that they can't do what you're doing. So just be mindful of that. Just be mindful of who you're leaking your game plan to, who you're telling all your great ideas for, because not everybody deserves to be inside that inner circle. And that's honestly how I feel about You that. know what? I th- <laughs> that came at a perfect time for me personally, because I've had countless meetings. I'm in the m- middle of pivoting our business and where we're focusing. And I've had literally countless meetings where I'm showing up and I'm telling like I have this problem where what's that called like um word vomit or whatever I show up to people and I'm just authentically Jen I'm like okay this is what I did this morning this is what's not going so great and I think sometimes we talked about this a couple episodes again about uh, a couple episodes back was the idea of editing your personal brand I don't need to tell everyone what's not going really well in my business, where I'm going in the future. I had a couple meetings recently where I told them what my vision for my company was. And two weeks later, the same woman that I was talking to was doing exactly what I was doing. And I was thinking, okay, what's that all about? But when I was thinking about it, I read this book called um, 48 Power. What's the 48 Rules of Power? 
everyone needs to read this. Okay, every female needs to read this book. She was executing a piece of power. I'm sure she had that idea long ago, yet she was finding out what I was doing, what my next step was. And I'm just like talking to her like, oh, she's on the same level as I am. We're just chit-chatting. But no, she wasn't. So I think it's, and that's my fault. It's not her fault. And she was taking notes. That's what she was doing. No, it was really, I mean, so I think that's an awesome thing. I mean, we are told all the time to just tell people what we're doing. People are, you know, they're not going to take your idea. And idea isn't only an idea, but there is some some power in withholding information. Totally. And also, you don't want to make a damn fool of yourself. Because guess what? If you tell people all your plans and you don't do it, you're going to lose your credibility. So don't talk about it. Do it. And then announce it. (laughs) Very true. So rule four, keep your work life and personal life separate. Is that kind of in the same line? What does that mean? Yeah. um, Yes. uh, Based on what you were just saying, it's also for a lot of my online entrepreneurs. You know, I had this, until I read Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, I didn't get it. Like, I didn't really get it. Where, because I have this online persona, which is very much Vasavi, but there's also Vasavi that you see here in our living room. I have my relationship with my husband. I got stuff that's going on in my family. I always felt like if I didn't share everything online, then I was being inauthentic and I was being fake. And I realized, and I, I knew this information when I was reading Daring Greatly, but she said, you know, trust needs to be earned. And oftentimes the people that you're serving, they can't bear the weight of your story. So it's almost irresponsible of me to be sharing all my personal stuff with, with people out there who are potential clients who are looking up to me as some sort of mentor and be like, I just got to do the hugest fight with my husband. First of all, nobody really cares. Second of all, people are wondering, what can you do for me? What's in it for me? So it's, and it's not even being vulnerable. It's just basically like, blah, like all over Facebook. So, and it also has to do with like in meetings and stuff, Jen, it just, you know, I've done the same thing, Jen, by the way, and it it just lowers your credibility. Quite honestly, no one really cares and business is business. And if you're going to show up and talk about your personal life, you will lose credibility because you're like, you show up as emotional. And when I'm, when I'm in business, I'm quite, I'm much more rational than I am emotional. And when you just mix those two with people, with, with people, when you're in meetings, you just, you just kind of look flaky. It looks flaky, you know, in my opinion. And like I said, there are people who you have to choose who you want to share both with. Like I said, I have a handful of people that I can talk about all my great ideas with the business, and then I can talk about something that just happened at home, you know, something that I'm going through. I don't need to announce it to my 4,000 Facebook friends. I don't need to do that. It's none of their business, and they don't care. And it's not responsible of me to do that. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about. Very great point. So the first rule, just for everyone that's on the chat, if you're just showing up now, was to get your mind straight. The second one was to be obsessively focused. The third one was don't leak your game plan. And the fourth, which we were just talking about, is keep your work life and personal life separate. The fifth one is money ain't-ish. <laughs> I can say it. Okay. So the fifth one is money ain't shit. So here's the thing, okay? Once you have this in your head that money ain't shit, you're going to see that your income is going to skyrocket. So your mind can do a lot of crazy stuff, right? So think about it this way. Have you ever have you ever lost something and you tried so hard to look for it, but you just can't find it? Okay, you only found it when you stopped putting so much emphasis and energy on it, right? So this is what I'm talking about when it comes to money. We put so much emphasis on money. I got to make money. I got to make money. And then you're like putting all your energy on that and it's just not coming to you. What I have to learn the hard way these past two years, I grew up in a very financially abundant home, Jen. I think I've said this. My mom's a cardiologist. My dad's an accountant. We never, I never had to worry about money a day in my life. So then when I went into business, I just assumed like, oh, I will be financially that successful too. And so I focused so much on the money and it wasn't coming to me until my husband just he was very honest with me. And he said, babe, you're going to drive yourself miserable right here, right now. If you're just going to focus on that, you need to have more fun 
we, we need to have more passion. You need to have more of a social life. You need to go move your body and do that. And the minute I just like, oh, money, that thing, it started coming to me. Anytime I focus so much on money, we put so much emphasis on it and we lose sight of all the other things around us. And what I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to remember is that when you actually focus on all those other things, like your relationships, like having fun, like prayer, like spirituality, like just being a better version of you, you will attract. And I don't mean like you're gonna manifest it underneath the tree and do that, but the energy that you're gonna put out there, you will you will become a money magnet. But you gotta start, you gotta just, you gotta just, know intuitively that you are destined for financial abundance. But if you're going to be sitting there like focusing so much on it, it's not going to come to you. It's just, I hate to say this, it's like the law of attraction, Jen. And I, you know, I hate, I hate woo woo stuff like that, but it really is. And I can say that from firsthand experience and it's like anything else, right? It's like when you're trying to find your keys and you're crazy about it. And then you just like, you know what, I'm going to like take a walk, come back and you find them because you've like put, put your attention away from it, you know? It makes total sense. So the next point is to get modest quick. So we're just oh. talking about money. So what does what does that mean? Okay. I got to be really honest. What I'm so annoyed with online are people who are like, I've hit six figures. I hate, I, I've hit seven figures. And a lot of times they haven't because a lot of times they're not looking at the net. They're just looking more at the revenue. And revenue doesn't mean anything because of what matters at the end of the day is what are you netting. But besides that, it really is about... It's really about discretion and it's about not bragging about how much money you have. You look at people like, okay, if you look at like Richard Branson, he doesn't, he doesn't walk around talking about how much money he has. He just, he just embodies the He abundance. just buys islands. That's all. Just buy islands. <laughs> do that. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, anytime we make a buck, we're like, oh my God, I want to tell everybody about it. I got to get the nice shoes. I got to do this. I'm not saying don't, don't, um, don't buy yourself nice things. I'm just saying don't brag about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't brag about like, oh my God, guess how much money I got in the bank? Because guess what? You're just going to be a target. And then you're going to attract people who are just going to come to you because they want your money and they want something from you. And it, it, it's happened to me even from a very young age when I was in seventh grade. I did this when I was in seventh grade. Now, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. Um, I didn't have any friends, actually, because I was the only brown girl in an all-white school uh, on Long Island. So the only way that I thought that I could make friends was by buying people gifts. Okay, this is the truth. And I would just buy like people that didn't really deserve like I, bu I love buying gifts for people even now, but I would buy it back then for people who just I just wanted them to be my friend. Um, and I would always talk about how much money I, I came from, you know, and um, I attracted all the wrong people. I attracted people who just wanted to be my friend because they knew I came from money. So this is a lesson that I learned when I was in seventh grade. Uh, and, it, and it really like it's a long story, but I've just learned it from a, from my parents even. If you're gonna make money and that's great, be successful. You don't need to go. You don't need to go talking about it. It's tacky. If you ask my opinion, it's tacky. It's just quite tacky. Just you know, just do good work. The rewards will come to you. You don't need to go around bragging about it. I think that's interesting that you bring it up because a lot of coaches use that as you know, I hit my six figure mark or I hit my seventh one. Here's how you can do it too. That type of a thing, and they use it for measurement or for um, legitimacy or that type of a thing. What will what will coaches use in place of that then if they're trying to convince people that they know what they're doing? That's a whole different conversation, Jen, because I have a huge issue with the coaching industry because every time I find a coach that enrolls somebody into another program, there's always yet another program. There's always right. something to sell to. So that's a whole different conversation. If you want to say that you have six figures and you want to show people how to make six, show, do six figures, show them how to do it and don't upsell them into yet another program. That's my That's thing. great. Yeah. So the next, the next point is number seven is you are who you associate with. I love this one. Oh, my God. Uh, this is, guys... 
to my YF ears, if there's anything that you remember from today, it is number seven. You are who you associate with. My father always say, said this, if you roll in the mud with pigs, you're gonna get up smelling like poop. You really are. So you gotta take a look at every single person in your life. Even the person that just wants to chat for five minutes, even the people on your Facebook page, the people that you're actually giving your time and energy to, who are you spending your time with? If you're just having the same mediocre conversations, what'd you do today? Oh my God, I had my job and it was so whatever. Get rid of them. You don't want people, and I know it's hard by the way, because I've had friends for 10, 15 years, our conversations don't go past, oh I did this and I did, it's just like day-to-day task stuff. And I'm still friends with them, but I also know that my, my like, the conversations that really move me forward and really fulfill me are when I'm talking to other people that are up to great things, who are doing awesome things to change the world. And you just gotta ask yourself, are the people that I'm associating with, are they adding to me, subtracting from me, dividing me, or are they multiplying me? You want people in your life that are gonna add to you and are gonna multiply you. When I say multiply you, I have friends in my life. One of my friends, Sarah Davidson, I love her to death. She's the one who actually pointed out, Voss, you don't have any fun in your life. Can we like start going out? Can we have girl time? When we, and and I, I took her advice. And when I, was that, by the way? My friend, Sarah Davidson? No, when was this, this shift from, you know, being all about the money, all about that into fun? Um, well, no. So all about the money, all about the money was in the first year of business. Uh-huh. So that was from 2010 to 2011. And then... 2011 till now was all about work and absolutely no play. So, in so the it was pan- recently then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because like, yeah. I was going to say, there's definitely a shift in what I see. I mean, there's like a total different, it sounds silly, but energy about you when you t- when I talk to you and also just the things that you're doing on Facebook, like the ice cream, the working out, that kind of thing. It's really fun. Thanks, Jen. Well, thank you. I uh, I realized that I was not attracting what I wanted. Um, I was Forget that. I wasn't happy, period. I woke up every day feeling like, you know, and you got to love the hustle. And I was like, that's how I was every single day. And I realized what I missed more than anything was really hanging out with great female friends. I have, you know, three really awesome friends here in Kansas City, and I love them. And I have friends all over. But you just got to remember, YFers, who are you hanging out with? Who are you hanging out with? Are the people that you're hanging out with supporting you? Are they pushing you? Are they are they the ones that are going to just tell you what you want to hear? Or are they telling you what you need to hear? Right? Because most people in your life will BS you because they haven't done it themselves. So they're not going to push you to be your greatest because they haven't done it. So you got to associate yourself with people who are up to great things, people who have already done amazing things and they see that greatness, they see that potential in you. That's who you need to hang out with. Anybody else, cut it. Eliminate like ASAP. ASAP, Jen. It's funny. I've been watching a lot of Friends recently, mm-hmm. and Phoebe. Uh, one one of the things was like her old re- roommate. They just they cut her out or cut her off. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys, if anyone else watches Friends, I don't know exactly what they said. But basically, they just stopped returning her phone calls and they screen their calls and just cut her out of their life. Is that like as extreme as it is? Do you have to sit down with your friend and be like, um, "We need to break up." I mean, I don't think. I mean, listen. There are many ways that you can do it. I always say that however you're going to do it, you don't, I mean, there's a way that you can do it and still honor the dignity of the other person. So this doesn't mean like, I don't want, like writing a mean email. I have oh a gosh, friend. Oh gosh, definitely um, not. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, it's, just, it's just adding more negativity to the situation. I have a friend, very recent. Um, we actually just don't talk anymore. We just, we just don't. You know, I had a therapist back in the day, Jen, um, when I was like 17. Uh, and I was like, kind of like just doing like really stupid things. And she said to me, Vasavi, when you just let go of the, of the 
bad things. Like bad things meaning like, you know, all the things that don't serve me, the good things will come to you. I had no room for the good stuff to enter into my life because I was so cluttered with all the crappy stuff in my life. And you know what? It's fine because you just you just got to release it. And it doesn't need to be an arduous, dramatic process. You just You just let it go. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't need to be cruel. It doesn't need to be mean. You just you just let it go. So with, yep. on that note, actually, I know definitely on that note, though, your eighth rule. So we went through get your mind straight, be obsessively focused, don't link your game plan, keep your work life and personal life separate. Money ain't shit. Get modest quick. <laughs> uh, you are who you associate with. And the eighth one is learn to say hell no. Learn to say hell no. So I recently, I had this conversation with somebody and she was like, well, I'm not sure, I don't know. And I'm like, it's either a yes or a no. You know, and I love how Marie Forleo says, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. So I, I kind of I, I see it in a different way. Yes, I understand if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. I know a lot of women have a very difficult time just saying no. So I'm like, you gotta just be able to say hell no. And we know when it's a hell no, but especially women who do this are like, oh, I don't know, I'll think about it. Let me get back to you. You know what, anytime I say let me get back to you, I'm like, I already know it's a hell no. Why am I telling you I'm gonna get back to you? Cause I already know I don't wanna do it, right? So you gotta learn to be able to say no even louder than you can say yes sometimes because a lot of times you know we're always saying yes to other people and we're saying no to ourselves but I flipped it around and I said you know what there are things in our life there are people in our life that don't serve us and you just need to be able to say no I will not tolerate this in my life no I do not want this in my life and hell no I don't want this and that's that kind of confidence that you have to build when you say no to certain things and the things that you really don't want the good stuff will come to you the stuff that you do want will come to you I like that. For me, I have to flip that eighth rule on the other side and want to hear more people say hell no to me. I The Sarah Blakely fail more, that type of mindset. I don't know if you've read uh, her entrepreneur or Forbes. I forget which one it was. Where she yeah. said she sits around the table. Sarah Blank, Blakely is Spank's founder. She sits around the table with her parents and they used to quiz her on how did you fail today. And I think that's one of the things that I personally need to do is to have more people tell me hell no. <laughs> and it's just about putting yourself out there. So I, for me personally, as like when I think hustle, I need to flip it around and be like, okay, how many people can I have tell me no today? Oh, that's, a, you know what? I, I don't know the actual number, Jen, but I know Whoopi Goldberg, um, she got about, I, I'm going to just make this up, but it's somewhere in the hundreds. She got about a hundred and something no's before she got her first yes. Um, and I would say, you know what, Jen, you should just make it a practice and like wake up every day. How many no's am I going to get today? Because somebody's going to say yes. And I always think if somebody tells me no, I'm either talking to the wrong person. You're not the right person for me to be talking to. And I, and I always say, watch me. You'll come back to me. Give me one year. You'll come back to me. I like it. So Vasavi, we've been talking about hustle this whole time. Let's talk a little bit about, um, before we let you go, the hustle intensive. It's down in Miami. What exactly are you going to be doing there? So I'm really excited about this, Jen. This was the idea that I came up with um, two Fridays ago. So, you know, if you go to my website, avasavikumar.com, I have three online programs um, and I have a retreat. I have a retreat coming up this February in New Mexico. In fact, my first retreat is in Malibu. It's happening literally in two weeks, my first retreat. Very excited. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, I realized, 
you know, as I've been exploring and expanding different parts of myself, I'm thinking about, you know, one part of myself is somebody that needs that retreat. You know, I'm that, I'm that, even a hustler needs to, you know, rejuvenate. So I'm like, I have the retreat for the women out there who are like, I don't have time for myself and I need to unplug and get connected back to myself and really kind of just kind of clear my head and, and kind of get, get away from everything. So those are my retreats. But then there are the people, that, and this is what my zone of genius is. And this is for the, the, the I'm taking six men and women entrepreneurs. Um, because everybody gets their own room. I'm paying for all the rooms, paying for all the meals. You just pay for your transportation to get there. I'm taking six entrepreneurs. Here's what I'm really good at, Jen, and I know this. I am very good at coming up with great ideas. I'm very good at figuring out how to do it, and I'm very good at getting it done and getting it done very quickly. Um, and so I, my, my issue with the personal growth industry, the coaching industry, Jen, which I kind of touched upon, is um, a lot of times you invest a crap ton of money Right, and you go through this nine-month, twelve-month. And this is something you know from experience. I mean, you've done this. Yes, absolutely. So, um, and I, by the way, I've never done the nine-month or twelve-month mastermind. Like, I've never actually offered that to someone myself. Right. I'm not into the whole long mastermind thing. I am into let's get you immersed, let's get it intense, let's get it done. Because I truly believe in the power of hustle. And so, it's a hustle intensive, ninety days to making shit happen in Miami, Florida, November first through third. I'm taking six entrepreneurs along with two of my secret weapons to people that I've worked with on my own team, Michelle Goldblum of I Am Creative Solutions, who's brand strategy, marketing, all things, and she's she's very intuitive, she's very tuned in, but she's brilliant at branding and marketing. And my friend Rebecca, who is great at content development, and content is everything, because if you can take your content, your wisdom, and package it, you can sell it then. You can sell good stuff that's actually going to change people's lives. So here's why it's only November 1st through 3rd, because I believe that when you immerse yourself for a weekend, and this is a span of 90 days, when you're focused and you have people, you're in an intimate group and you have people that care, that are just putting all their eyes, obsessively focused on your business, you gotta, you can make stuff happen and you don't need to sit and wonder anymore. And so my issue with the coaching industry, I'm gonna go back to my rant for a second, is that it's, oh, I've just spent $15,000. Oh wait, but there's more. I have to spend another $20,000. No, I don't wanna do that. If you're gonna invest in yourself through me by coming to Hustle Intensive, okay, you're gonna get stuff done. And I'm not gonna just tell you, oh, by the way, after this, there's another thing. No, I wanna show people how to do it. You know what I love more than anything, Jen? I just love telling people how to do stuff. Why why go crazy trying to figure it out when I can just tell you how to do it, right? So whatever I've done in my business in three years, and if they go to vasavikumar.com slash hustleintensive, they can read all about what I've done, how much invested, who is this for, and who is this not for. Um, but this program is really for somebody who has an idea, right? They have an idea, they have a mission, they're in business to, to be the solution to somebody's problem, and they are stuck with the how. Right, so don't be misled by the name Hustle Intensive. I'm gonna teach you how to hustle, but this is really about, you got you got a great idea? That's great. Let's stop sitting and thinking about it. Let's actually figure out what exactly you need to do and how you're gonna do it and actually get it done. And I promise you it's not gonna take nine months. You're not, you may not see the results overnight, but you don't need to drag that thing out, dude. Let's just get you moving. So that's what Hustle Intensive is all about. Uh, very excited about it. It's my first time doing this, but this is this is what I'm meant to do. And so, you know, I came up with it two weeks ago on Friday, and we launched it on Tuesday. So that's Hustle. That's it. That is Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Basavi, I, I swear, at the end of our little chats, I feel a little – I don't – tired almost I you're so intense and I think it is 
awesome. I don't mean that in a negative way in any way. It's exactly what I need. It's exactly what I, I'm sure a lot of the people that are watching need. It's something I'm, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm not even kidding. I am going, I, the sound of my own voice kind of makes me cringe too, but I'm going to listen to this on the treadmill because this is exactly what I need when I'm running. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to get my act together. So I think this is fantastic material. Thank you so much, Vasavi. I really appreciate it. Oh my, wait, can I just end with one thing? I just want to say of one course. thing. I was recently called intense by somebody. Um, I was recently called intense by somebody. Uh, somebody who really, and this has nothing to do with you, Jen. Somebody called me intense. I took it personally for like 48 hours. And I was like, what, why am I like, taking this so personally? And then I realized something. I was like, thank God I'm passionate and I'm intense. Because I, I really do give a shit. And that's, what, that's where my intensity comes from. My intensity comes from the fact that I give a shit. Um, and it comes through in the form of when I speak and when I'm doing these interviews. So I will receive that as a kind compliment from I you. I hope you do because it really was nothing but a compliment because I always, always enjoy watching you and watching your updates and everything that you do. So Vasavi, where can people find you online? They can go to vasavikumar.com from my website, on my coaching page, on my Facebook page at Vasavi Kumar Coaching, and they can go to Twitter and ask Vasavi. Awesome. Thank you so much, Vasavi. Hopefully everyone will check out Ask Vasavi or tweet Ask Vasavi and let her know that you really enjoyed tonight. Um, hopefully you'll check out the Hustle Intensive and hopefully we'll have Vasavi back sometime. Absolutely, Jen. Thank you for having me. All right. Me. Thank you. All right, everyone. So we've just won watching Vasavi Kumar. Um, she is, of course, she's doing the Hustle Intensive. Hopefully you guys will check that out at vasavikumar.com forward slash hustle intensive. Um, so I want to bring on, are we able to bring Stacy back on? On voice. Voice only. Okay. Voice only. Oh, poor Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Hi, Stacy. Hi, Jen. <laughs> I can hear our music now. <laughs> you can hear the music? Yeah. Oh, sorry. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Stacy, you were talking before we end. Uh, Vos wasn't Vasavi awesome? Or do you feel a little tired too? No, I don't. You don't. Do I feel like super. Like, like I'm like super energized when I listen to her. Like I'm pumped right now. I don't, maybe it's just because I'm an introvert or something, but I get a little overwhelmed and then I get excited. I, I don't mean that in any way as like not a compliment. She's amazing. I absolutely adore her. Um, and I think that's, ex she's exactly what I need. So I agree it might be because you're an introvert because that can't, that, that kind of energy coming at you can be really overwhelming, I think. But it's fantastic. So you've mentioned really fast about the coaching program and that you agreed with what she was saying. Did you want to elaborate on that before we let you go? I did. I um, I think you guys all know this. I do social media stuff, and I go. I I have taken a lot of social media programs and 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 been a part of them. And I've been a part of a couple of coaching programs. And it really drives me crazy when they're just like a bridge to another program. You're like, yes, you spent a thousand dollars. Now you're going to spend two thousand dollars, and you're going to spend five thousand dollars. And that drives me crazy because in my programs and my stuff that I do, it's all about like let's empower you to be able to move forward and never need me again. Like that's my goal is like you leave working with me and you're like, I'm set. And so like it was so cool to hear Vasavi say that because it's like, yes, it is not all got to be a bridge to the next biggest thing you're trying to sell them. Sometimes you're just genuinely helping your freaking community. I but think that's I a great point. Say that not all programs are that way. I am part of a, a nine-month mastermind program right now that is amazing and super quality content. So just be 
conscientious of who you're working with, maybe. Ask the people in your community, ask other YFEs if they've been in the program. Um, this is kind of a small community. We all tend to know, there's usually somebody who's done it before. So, so get some feedback from other people and find out if it's gonna be one of those programs or a solid option. You know, I think that's an interesting point that you bring up too, uh, the idea that you ask people for recommendations. What did you think about it? Oftentimes when I ask people what they thought about the coaching program, they're like, yeah, it was awesome. And that's all they'll say. And I, that mm-hmm. makes me wonder, I'm like, okay, are you saying that? Like, I, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. It's an interesting, I'm just, I'm excited for people like Vasavi and like yourself that are shaking up the coaching industry. How can we do things differently? We're not just going off of someone else's blueprint that they put in front of us to try and help someone. So I think that's awesome, really interesting discussion to be had. How, how can you, how can you revolutionize the coaching industry for, you know, the next What's it going to look like in the next couple of years, basically? So, well, and, and that's what you've got to do because right now, same old, same old. If you want to end out, uh oh, Stacy's breaking up. Let's see if we can bring her on. So, <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't followed Stacy yet, she's at the Stacy Harris. She's over on Twitter. Make sure that you guys follow her. I love having Stacy on. If you like having Stacy on too, let me know. Um, we are. She's going to actually co-host with me through the rest of um, September. So I'm very excited for that. She's her voice is always fun. Um, great. She adds a great tone to the show. Uh, so with that being said, I want to thank Vasavi one more time. She was such a phenomenal guest. Really, really fantastic. If you guys don't follow her on Facebook yet, you're missing out. If you need that like instant little dose of Vasavi every day, make sure that you like her page and that you follow her on Twitter. She's even on Instagram too, so make sure that you follow her there. All right, so this has been Jennifer Dono with YFE Chat Live on yfelive.com. Hopefully all of you have signed up for Mailed It at yfe.me forward slash mailed it so you can stay in touch with me. And otherwise, we'll see you back here next Thursday. Next Thursday, we're doing a headline show with YFE Chat happening all day long. So it's one of those 15-minute questions on Twitter so you can connect with other young women. Make sure you guys check it out. Otherwise, thank you so much for showing up live. We'll see you back here next Thursday.